0: Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome,
1: bienvenue. Welcome to the Canada Day long weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. Glad to have you along. We are live, wearing our Canadian jerseys on Saturday, July 1st, Sunday afternoon is a rebroadcast and then we will have a podcast for you at your convenience wherever on the weekend here. There's so many events going on. We really strongly, I know this sounds weird, we strongly, wrongly, let's try Uh, that again. That's another reason why. Uh, We really strongly encourage you to not listen to us live and get out there and take in the events. I live in Sydney now. Sydney Days Parade will be coming up shortly. There's also the Gorge Picnic. They got the paving apparently done on mm-hmm. Gorge Road, so they're having the picnic, all the events down at the legislature in Langford, and of course, wherever you're listening, we tend to make this a very great Victoria-focused show, but there, I know there are many of you listening, uh, not only across the country and in the U.S., but in various places around the world, so welcome to our Canada Day celebration. We, this weekend, is myself, Alan Perry, and we're very, very happy to have back
2: with us... Gary Beyer from Tesseract 2.0. Good
1: to see you in person.
2: You know, it's really... Kind of nice to be here. Yeah, it was kind <laughs> of so, close there for a while. For those that bit, don't yeah, know, yeah. Gary decided
1: to test out the healthcare system in, in Halifax while uh, having a heart attack. Well, let so. me give
2: you a hint: if it's a real emergency, the healthcare system works.
1: Hmm. Well, we don't don't try and
0: find that out yourself. And and I'm Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer.
2: How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks.
0: Just loving this weather. Yeah, this is perfect. Oh, it's weather beautiful. Here. This is really.
1: We have some really good stuff to tell you about this week, including some free money for you. Ooh. In fact, we'll start with what some of you have been sending me, Say, hey, is this a scam? So if you received an email, these are I put a picture of it in the show notes. I know we've trained everybody, Gary, to be so cautious of these. We have. So the number of people that texted and emailed me about both of these, the one I'm going to tell you about now, and then the auto parts one here, saying, oh, here's another scam. And I go, no, these are actually real. If you receive an email... Sending you $20 as you're part of the $29.7 million Canadian Optical Drive Class Action Settlement. It is real, not a scam. No, it's, it's, it's similar to the one
2: that we experienced about five years ago with RAM. Yes, uh, and the one with years. LCD panels That's as right. well.
0: Well, I would add, though, we know how quick scammers are, so it's likely they're going to send out a scam copy of this. So don't, it's not blanket statement real, but there is a real yes, one out there. Right.
1: So. This will come to your name. And it will give you the link and it will tell you that the security answer, if you don't have auto deposit turned on for Interact bank transfers, if you do, you'll just get a statement saying $20 has been deposited into your account Mm -hmm. from uh, Rice Point is the legal firm Mm -hmm. that's handling this settlement. And uh, if you want more information, it's there. It's oddclassaction.com. You can check and see that it's real. If you do not have auto-deposit turned on for your Interact account, then they will have sent you a security answer in a separate email. Yes, and so, make sure you check your junk folders. Yeah, exactly. Check your junk folder. Very careful to do that. Yeah, so that's, it. that's oddclassaction.com. So the other one, this is sort of techie, but it's so much money that we have to tell you about this. If you scroll on down to item number 19 in the show notes... If you bought or leased a new car or truck here in Canada, now think, between 1998 and 2016, so an 18-year period, you're eligible for some money as part of settlements, Gary, to class action lawsuits over parts price fixing.
2: Yeah, it's uh, very similar to what we talk about when we're talking about the tech industry. Uh, Major manufacturers of components for cars... Mufflers, brake shoes, turn signals... A-arms, whatever it was, they were price-fixing, and they got
1: caught. Yeah, and they're not completely done yet. So far, there's 78.3 million in the pot... Twenty-three settlements so far, a whole lot of other ones yet to come because the manufacturers of the parts are now seeing where the writing is on the wall. Yep. Do you wanna how much do you want to fight this? Because if you fight it, then the settlement's going to be higher. They're bigger. So they're doing this. So there are, as I say, twenty-three settlements approved so far. The amount of money you will get will vary depending on the brand and model and the date of when you yep. bought or leased a U car. Now, but here's the key. When I say you, I don't just mean you and Gary and Ooh. Ryan and me as the buyer. We also mean the car rental companies, the manufacturers of the cars, the GM's, so, the Ford's. Ford, yeah,
2: you bought a blue oval. Uh, the parts that went into that mm-hmm. came from some of these manufacturers. Those manufacturers yep. are liable to the major car companies, the leasing
1: companies, mm-hmm. the Budget Rent-a-Cars. They're all going to get they're going to get way more than you and me. Yes. So, yeah, and for most of us you don't have to submit receipts. You will get a minimum of, they're saying, $25. But if you can submit... And again, you don't need receipts ever. But if you can submit the model, make, and year, just that bit of information, you will get more money.
2: Well, I think a lot of that information is going to come from... Um, their records. From their records. Yeah. I mean, if you if you dealt with, let's call it Glen Oak Ford or, or the Mitsubishi dealership here yeah. in Victoria... They've got the records on what you bought.
1: Even if those dealerships no longer exist, the records exist, and they are required to give you your money anyway, but records are records, and if you can say, hey, you missed these three, Mm -hmm. then, okay, then you will get extra. So, you have until October 23rd, but as with most things in life, if you don't do this now, you'll have a busy life, You'll, you'll carry on, and you may or may not get your money. So, please, auto parts... Settlement.ca, if you don't want to be bothered to go to the show notes. If you think you might forget that, it's in the show notes. Item number 19, auto parts, P-A-R-T-S, Settlement.ca. And there's lots of FAQs and Q&As, but there's a register here button. Mm -hmm. Most of us are already going to be in the system, but as I say, depending on what you did in that, that's a 23-year period. So eighteen year window. It's a lot of cars. Yeah, a lot of cars and trucks and SUVs. It's not just cars. So it's vehicles yes. in Canada. So there you go. Like to start the show with something positive. Yes. So. For the consumer, absolutely. And tell your friends these are not scams. No. Okay? This this is real, the working its way through the courts know, in four provinces.
2: A lot of a lot of people are gonna say, wow, twenty dollars. It's it really, this becomes the principle of the thing. It's very much like the lawsuit settlement with uh, Western Breads.
1: Mm-hmm, where we got 10-buck gift cards.
2: $50 million dollar settlement. Yeah. They scammed the consumer. Yeah. That's not allowed. Yeah,
1: We all got our little, if we registered, we mm-hmm. got our little gift card. You we bet. we made a point of, of using that. So, yeah. So, again, that is item number one is the optical drive class action settlement in the show notes. And then all the way down to item number 19 for the one you need to, you don't need to register for. Uh, we'll find out over time mm-hmm. how many people actually get the email saying you're already registered. If you've got one of those emails, you may want to go and look at the site and see if they got all of the vehicles you bought or leased in that 18-year mm-hmm. window or if they only got five and there was a six. It yeah. depends what your lifestyle was in there. <clears throat> so
2: that's really cool. So good to have you back and, and being mm. uh, being alive. You know, if uh, you hear me go silent in the next while, it means I'm taking a nap. <laughs> the, the, you know, it, I'm, I'm just about four weeks out from the heart attack, and it's interesting the recovery, what, what, what goes through a recovery. Um, small things that you're used to, walking, yeah, now takes more energy than you can ever remember it having taken. Yeah. And as 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 an, are 60, you
1: noticing it day by day that day it's getting day. better?
2: Day by day, everything seems to be getting better. I'm not pushing it, and you know one of the one of the things that holds a person back mm-hmm. is every little twinge in the chest. You are just scared now. Oh, good point. Yeah. That. yeah. So you don't want to push yourself, but you're supposed to push yourself a little bit. Uh, How much is too much? Exactly. So it's it's. I go now to the point where I just feel that it's time to stop. Yeah. and then I stopped for a bit.
1: But backing up for people that missed your original call from your hospital <laughs> bed in Halifax yeah. about the twinge that before the heart oh, attack.
2: Oh man, you know, it's we we keep telling everybody and we listen to news articles and we listen to the doctors that if you ever 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 experience anything with your chest that isn't normal, Call 911.
1: Of all the parts of your body, Brian, where you want to listen to? No, you know,
2: if if your, fingers, if your fingers hurt, who really gives a flying? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> it's if you are experiencing any kind of chest discomfort, the best advice I can ever give you, just call 911.
1: Yeah, and you're not being overly dramatic.
2: No, you're not. Well, that's because Canadians, it's, well, that's part know, of, we're talking here's, Canada Day. we're part you know, of that, right? Talking, and, and it's part of the technology how they can now fix things. If you have a little bit of chest pain and you, you think, well, oh, it's indigestion, just think that you might have a little bit of plaque buildup, which they can now actually zap. Yeah. And it doesn't take much when, with the new cath labs. That might just save your life in the yeah. future. There we go. Please. Yeah. Gary's
1: here because of that. So, yeah. well, in spite of your case, <laughs> because you did have the feelings, but now we're learning. So you got the get out of jail free card. I did. I, you know, it's, it's, yeah. that's
2: the big one. Um, I'm one of the fortunate ones. Yep. I'm not a victim of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I survived it. Yep.
1: Uh, let's open up the phone lines. Saturday yeah. morning, Canada Day. Whoa, we're here. Did you know that O Canada actually has four verses? I did know that. I don't know what's in them all. <laughs> <laughs> <Neither> <laughs> do, I forgot neither that did I. a long time ago. Uh, Vicky sent it along. We'll go go through it there. I've put both the link to the verses. Did you know that O Canada was originally written in French. Yes, I did know that. I, I missed know. that one in high school. I thought I paid attention pretty well in high school <laughs> there. Yeah, the, the actual lyrics were initially French. Um, the first performance of O Canada took place on 24th of June, 1880, at a banquet at the Skaters Pavilion in Quebec City. Yep. And, yeah, and it was initially called "Chant National. I'm sorry if I'm, my accent is is not that good. And it went through several versions there, but the one that you and I know was written by Robert Stanley Weir, a lawyer and recorder and later judge with the city of Montreal, and he wrote it to mark the 300th anniversary of the founding of Quebec City, and then they changed it over to, to the English to the English lyrics in 1908 yeah in fact Brian's got it queued up so this is I put this in the show notes Vicky uh, sent this in James Bay Vicky thank you for for sending this I did not know this I love the things that you sent in I put this video itself down in the show notes under homework videos at number 46 we'll just skip to the second uh, verse which is the heart Center community choir oh. Did not know those words. You didn't have to stand for that.
0: That's my okay. Brain couldn't process that. I was like, I've known the anthem my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> like, because your brain. This is yeah, not right.
1: Yeah. Oh Canada, where pines and maples grow, great prairies spread, and lordly rivers flow. Now that recording, to be fair, was done in 2016 before we changed the lyrics again again, oh, yes. so, so if you're they're not being disrespectful, that was done that. So it's gone through. So we've gone through the most recent one was, of course, in twenty eighteen. When we made the change there, so true patriot love and all of us command okay. instead of in all of thy command. So mm-hmm. there we go. so it it's it's there so go the lyric I put a link in the show notes there because I was really fascinated by this, so to learning all this, so I went and found the link. So item eleven has the link to all the variations over the years. Mm-hmm. You can see where where it came from and where we sit today. It's an evolving thing. I'm sure there will be other changes in the future and if you've been resisting these changes go wait a minute it was originally written in french mm-hmm. for not quebec really city not really canada exactly <laughs> <laughs> but it works so there you go thank you vicky for that one okay saturday morning canada day we're live phone lines are now open 250-386-1161 on a home phone while we still have one of those star 1070 on mobile phones Text to ten seventy ten one zero seven zero one zero anywhere in Canada. You can include your first name if you would please somewhere in the text. And you can still use emails T E C H T A L K at cfax1070.com 21 after the hour on Tech Talk for Canada Day Weekend 2023. And right to the phone lines. And Colleen, happy Canada Day Colleen.
3: Thank you, same to you. How can we help? I got a new package from Shaw with a new modem and um, therefore a new Wi Fi address. Yes. And now I can't get my Google Mini speakers to connect.
1: Oh, that's, uh, well, I say it's easy, not always, but uh, (laughs) basically you want to um, use your smartphone and go to the Google Home
3: app. Yeah. I've tried that many times, but. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. And there should be um and you should be able to find the settings. Brian's going to uh, help I us think out it's here. It's
0: under uh, if you go favorites, you can open uh Wi-Fi settings. Yeah. Do you see so that? Google Home Maybe app, then it. look for the
1: favorites, the
0: heart.
3: Yep, yeah, got favorites.
0: And then Wi- Do you see Wi-Fi there?
3: No. Nope. Oh. I have the list of my um I have reorder and edit.
0: Try just going. I wonder if you can just go. Can you find the? Can you find network settings? settings? Look for the
1: gear once you' on the Google Home app. Look for the a little gear that means settings.
3: I'm on settings. Oh, good. And there's no network network. settings.
0: Is there? uh, Can you? Is there a general tab under settings?
1: They change this stuff from time to time, which is why we're sort of going in different know, directions, I've, Colleen. I've we we get it down at... pat, and then they go and change it on us. drives us crazy, Gary, when they do this. Mm-hmm. So you don't, they don't uh...
3: under under lists are privacy, Google Assistant notifications, digital well being, communications.
1: That's what
0: you're seeing under settings right now.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, we use um Alexa. Um, at home, I'm saying I'm spelling yeah. her name so it doesn't trigger your devices. But I do have one that I that I test for people. So I'm just going to see if I still have the
0: Google um, mm-hmm. Home. App, right, so and you can direct to where exactly that button is for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. The other option is, so they say if you're just changing networks, you can go into your home app and change your the network that it's associated with, and all your devices should just yes. jump. Yeah, you just have to
1: change it once, and then all of the devices that are on it will connect, it'll, it'll pass on to the others. We just need to find that, that, that setting where it but is d- for does you. Does
0: that work if the other network is no longer there for them to communicate over? Is that my question? Because then you might just have to pair them as new devices...
1: No, it does, because what it does is it picks up that your phone is on the new Wi Fi. I guess Mm -hmm. we should start there, Colleen. Is your phone on the new Wi Fi?
3: It is, and I'm using my iPad right now just because it's. Yep.
1: Oh, sure. I can
3: can put it down. But yeah, both my iPad and uh, everything is on the new Wi Fi, and it's on the 2.4. Yep, that's correct. So that I can. Okay. You know, I managed to put my printer up, so I was happy about that. Yeah, that's that's where I was
1: guessing uh, that you were going to go with this one, not that one. Okay, I'm reloading my my Google Home app, so if you can hold on, just to allow you to get out there and play, I'll get Brian to grab your number, and I'll call you back after the show finishes at at noon, and we'll we'll walk through the steps, because I'll have the app loaded, and then I can... I can check it myself and see what it does. But sure. anybody else, if you have this situation, we'll put the answer into the show notes for next week on what to do if you change your Wi-Fi, because that's a really big one. I know on the Amazon ECHO, A-L-E-X-A system, uh, that it's, it's exactly what Brian said, that you just tap the button to ch- once you change the Wi-Fi on your phone or tablet, then you go into the app. And you tell it, new network there. And it says, do you want to use this new network for all of your devices? Mm. And then in most cases, it'll just connect. In some cases, it says, go near the device and it, press the button. It needs to be close enough to, yeah, to and, relay and trigger that. It. In some cases, you actually have to press the, the reset button on the device itself. It depends on the make and model, which model you have and how old it is, sure. whether or not it has the auto default in there.
0: Yeah, my, my app is not loading. Okay, okay I just re- I downloaded it again here. So. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, so we'll carry on with other stuff, Colleen. So if you can hold on, Brian's going to get your number off the air, and we'll call you in through for everybody else. That's a really good thing, Gary, that we should have in there: how to change Wi-Fi networks. Yes, when you, when you because a lot of people are swapping back and forth between between different right providers. Now. Exactly. Yeah, we're doing that. Um, in fact, speaking of which, if you are on Shaw. You will find now that you will start seeing the word Rogers and Ignite popping up in cases of Shaw Blue Curve and Shaw Home and all that. The apps have changed. The colors are changing your TV. The guide and everything will look the same, but if you actually press the Shaw button on your remote, you will see that the word, the Rogers logo is there now as part of those changes. There are lots of other changes happening as the evolution continues and in our um, after the news update, we'll go through some of the great new changes to Shaw Mobile customers going to Rogers. Suzanne and I switched over to Freedom mm-hmm. Mobile to take advantage not only of that $50 40 gigabyte yep. Canada U.S. plan, but also some incredibly good specials that I put in the show notes for phones themselves. Um, Freedom Mobile has all four iPhone 14 models on sale with huge discounts, and all of them come with this $50 a month, 40-gig plan, which includes Canada, U.S. roaming. I got the iPhone 14 Pro, which is just $22 a month Mm -hmm. for two years, so that's a $912 saving. They have a lot of iPhones, and they know the 15 is coming this fall. Yes. So, Brian did the same thing. You, you switched to the 14 Pro or the Pro
0: Max? Yeah, Pro Max. Pro I Max. go for the Max. I went for the Pro. <laughs> Suzanne nice. went for the
1: iPhone 14 Plus because she likes the slightly larger screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's $16 a month. It's, iPhone it's a 14 is $15 a month. So, for $1 a month extra for 20 more months, she got a physically bigger phone. And nice. then the one you got, $27 a month for the iPhone 14 Pro Max. These are 800 and $900 savings.
0: Yes, yeah. If this yeah. is you doing the bring it back. Yeah, this is yeah. two
1: years you bring it back or you pay out the bring it back difference.
0: Which is not the same as the savings. Like you pay, for mine, I, the bring it back is like 400 and change, yeah. but you save like the basically $900. Yeah, so that
1: one. So I put a link to that in the show notes. So if you're in that thing of thinking, one other thing that Rogers has done, all the stuff they've been doing lately as part of the Shaw Takeover, Gary's been really good. And this is the first... Not good, but it doesn't affect people moving from Shaw over. Rogers has quietly hiked the connection fee, which it charges new customers. They've knocked it up by 10 bucks to $60. Whoa.
0: Mm-hmm. That, okay, there's the first one that we're not yeah. happy with. You, you know, can avoid was, paying
2: the fee if you sign up online. Even, even um, back in the 90s when I was running some cellular stores here on the island, that connection fee ticked off so many people. Yeah. And it was just, it's a cash grab.
1: Yep, Absolutely. that's exactly what it is. No Just no real reason a for Cash it. grab. Now, $10, you can save the save the $60 if you sign up online, but then that's a whole lot of stuff you may not be comfortable with. So yep, at some sure. point you do. but if you're moving over from Shaw Mobile to Rogers, they will credit that $60 fee, which was $50. They'll get yep. it back on your second or third bill. Okay, news update coming up, and we're back. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for Canada Day weekend of 2023, Alan Perry, Gary Beyer from Tesseract Computers, and Brian Pavlichich So we're going through a bunch of things off the air here to try and find answers for questions. We're in learning curve mode this morning, Yeah, Gary. So one of the ones that we are looking up, if anybody else can help us with this one, I think it's a scam, but I'm not sure. Judy uh, had uh, texted in to say... Uh, Let me, here, I'll start with the beginning of your, thank you for being there for us today. You're welcome. I'm wondering if you've heard of the new request from American Express customers to update their info, which now includes uploading, for example, front and back of driver's license or other piece of ID. I called American Express and they say this is not a scam. How do we trust this
2: procedure to be kept private or if American Express get hacked? Thank you very much for your time. So, if I may. As soon as you read that to me the first time, which is about six minutes ago, seven minutes ago, I immediately went online. American Express, no matter where on their site, their questions, answers, login, ID, uploads, there's not one mention of photo ID being needed for anything?
1: Exactly. So
2: I think, again, it's think, but that's
1: why I'm asking, is because I don't know anybody that's American Express cardholder anymore. Well,
2: American Express, like every other card on the back, will have a 1-800 number. Yeah. That is the only number you should trust. If you got an email from American Express With saying the this quotes. is now required, yeah. do not phone the number on that, that, that email. Yeah. Phone the number on the back of your credit card. Yeah, that is the only number you're going to trust. So I have
1: asked her to, Judy, to send us the original email because if it is a scam, we'll snapshot it and put it in the in mm-hmm. the show notes. But anybody else that's got an American Express card, have you had this? Have you actually called the number on the back of your card, and is it real? Because stuff changes. That's the first thing that mm-hmm. I've, that we learn here as soon as we get comfortable with something like well, the it's, Google it's Home very, app.
2: It's very much like, like the BC government website now where you have to yep. prove who you are with that with that ID. Yes but you're
1: actually not uploading it. You're just showing it. Showing it on the camera. Yeah. Yeah, That's a really great system. Yeah, I know one of the people that actually Mm -hmm. does that. I was helping him with some techie stuff. Okay. And he was telling me what he does, and he says, oh, yeah, I'm one of those people. Nice. So when you go to verify your entity with with a BC Services Mm -hmm. card, and you have to hold it up, and they say, now, you know, wave your right hand, and say the number 7 out loud, and then hold your ID next to your face. Yeah, they're not capturing that. They're just looking at it and make sure it's really you. But But it's also amazing what you can do once you've done that. Yeah. How much you can now do online. Yeah. So anyway, so stay tuned. But anybody yep. that can help us, Please if let us if we're live on Saturday morning, so if you want to call, text, or or email, you can call us at 250-386-1161. There is one clear line. Brian's helping somebody. In the meantime, we will go to Pat. Hi, Pat. Happy Canada Day.
4: Happy Canada Day to you folks. Gary, uh, lovely to have Gary back. I guess no more shortbread, Gary.
2: Uh, you know, I was actually talking to Jesse about that, and, yeah, he's going to get all the shortbread. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually brought in, not not thinking this through, uh, at the Sydney uh, Thursday Night Market, they had this wonderful, oh. I'm, I'm not a big chocolate or a fudge person, but they had this amazing orange and lemon fudge. And so we mm-hmm. got a couple of squares and I brought that in. And Gary was very, he went, no, I'd love yeah. to, but no. So now,
2: if, it, if it was a 70% plus dark chocolate, that's actually <laughs> not bad for me. <laughs> anyway, how can we help that? Um, I
4: downloaded a gem app. Uh, You know what I pay for; it's not very much. Yes, CBC Gem. The app itself is free,
1: but then six bucks a month, and then you get no ads. Yes. Uh,
4: On my iPad, how do I get that actual app on my television? Oh, yeah. What brand of TV? My iPad. Yeah. Yeah. What brand
1: of TV do you have, and how old is it? It's Samsung. It's not that
4: old, um, and it's a smart TV.
1: So if you press the Samsung smart button which is Okay, now I should be using my Samsung yes, remote. Shouldn't yes. Die? So you'll use your Shaw or Telus remote for everything involving traditional TV and on Shaw and Telus you can get, sometimes get Netflix and Crave mm-hmm. and all this. CBC Gem is not currently listed as part of the Shaw mm-hmm. or Telus service, oh. so you have to use your TV remote. Okay, so now I've got the TV remote. You want to press the house. Look like. You want to press the house. The house, okay. And that'll bring up a bar across the bottom. Correct. And do you see CBC Gem there? You might have to scroll using the arrows to the go to the right.
4: It. uh, I can see all the way to the right, and then there's some
1: more. Yeah. uh, So keep going to the right and see if CBC Gem is there. It's perfectly fine if it's not. No, it's not there. Okay. So we basically have to go... One of those apps that you see across the bottom will be the Samsung App Store. Sam uh, TV Plus? No, that's their own streaming service, oh. which has got lots, and- of, lots of channels as well. <laughs> but you will find one of those oh. is the Samsung App Store, and then... Uh, in there, we will go and search for Gem, and it will come up, and then you will not only download it, but you will add it to that list at the bottom so it's there available to you. It
4: doesn't say. It's got, uh, I've got Netflix, Prime Video, Disney, YouTube, uh, Apple TV, Samsung Health, Internet, OK Google, and Gallery.
1: Okay, so you want to go in the other direction. It's going to be over to the left of go where to the you left. first are. Okay. So press the Home button again so it goes away. App. Yes, apps.
4: The home button, and then there's, yes, apps. Apps, so I push on that? Yep.
1: And that takes you to the wonderful world of the App Store. Oh, okay, now? Yep, and so in there, you can either, you might see CBC Gem with the red and white with the CBC logo, or oh. you might have to go to the search box and type CBC okay. or Gem. Search box. That's on my. It's a magnifying glass somewhere on that screen. I'm doing it by memory picturing. I've got my eyes closed. I'm picturing doing this on our Samsung at home.
4: How do I get up there? Um, I
1: use the up, down, left, right arrows.
4: There I go. Okay, app search.
1: Yeah, there you go. Try CBC. No. Depending on the brand of TV, you're on a Samsung, sometimes it comes up under the C's for CBC, sometimes it comes up under the G for Gem. That's up to each individual. I wish they would agree on this, but that would be too simple. C... DC. No, yeah, cool. I'm going to put you on hold so I don't put performance pressure because everyone's listening. So you try that out. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'll talk to you off the air. We'll see if we can get that. But that's how you do it for everybody else. They give you the most common, Gary, popular apps mm-hmm. across the bottom like the YouTube, the Netflix, all that. And then they get paid to put some others up there hoping you will try them. But the others, there's literally, literally hundreds if not thousands of others depending on your brand and age of TV that are available in the in the App Store for LG or Sony or Samsung or whomever. So there we go. Okay, quick break, and we'll see if we can solve this and come back with more. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Okay, so during that break here, Gary found the answer. So Pat's TV, we think, is older than three years, Gary.
2: Yeah, it's uh, the TV, even Samsung, says that TV has to be one of their newer ones, so 2020 and newer. Uh, most people, even today, that might be buying, way. again, here's those air quotes, a new TV might be getting an older model because it's on sale and they need to still clear out old stock.
1: So it's important. That's perfectly fine to do. But please, when you're buying a new TV, check to make sure what model year it is like a car
2: there will always be on the back very much like on monitors that you buy there's always a date on a uh, on a on an lcd screen always so in pat's case
1: because we think hers is a little bit Mm, just a little bit older than that she can't get the cbc gem it doesn't have the technology so what pat is trying is i said okay in that case let's use plan b Press the Samsung button, the icons Mm -hmm. come across the bottom, go to Apple TV. If you see that there, then on an iPhone or an iPad, you can pull down from the top right corner, tap on the icon of the two overlapping screens, which is called screen mirroring. Yes. Your TV name will come up, you tap on that. The first time, <clears throat> excuse me, the first time it will give you four digits to punch in to prove mm. you have permission. After that, it'll just, it'll just work. just mirror, exactly. And then you bring up the CBC Jam app on your phone or your iPad, yeah. screen mirror it, and there it is on the TV. The only downside of that is if you're going to watch anything of any length, Pat, you'd want to plug your phone or iPad keep into... Keep it charged. Keep um, it charged yeah. because screen mirroring... Uses power. All, Yeah, and your device will get warm because it's literally broadcasting what's on your iPad across the mm-hmm. room to the TV. But that's the way to get around it if your TV is of an
2: age. You know, then there's, there's for people like me, um, because I have access to whatever I want, um, I bought for my, my TV, it's a smart TV, but I've turned that portion off. I've actually hooked up an uh, Intel next unit of computing, which is a very, very tiny computer that runs part of my stereo system, and it runs my TV. Yep. So it's got my Netflix, my Crave, my Amazon, it's got CBC Gem, all of those ones that I want to watch, yep. straight through my internet connection. Yes. And then for everything else that I need for computing, I've got my laptop. Exactly.
1: Yep. But it's a really great deal that the manufacturers of the TVs put that Apple TV mm-hmm. screen mirroring interface. Yes. Because then if one of your friends comes over and has pictures of their trip oh, just, to France, there it is, and they just pull down, tap those two icons, you give them the code on the screen one time only, and then they can show you the pictures, they can zoom in, zoom out, the videos. It's it's all there from their phones. Yeah, yeah, it's a a marvelous system. So, Pat, you keep trying that, see if that works out for you while we move on here. Okay, so this is why we say to ourselves, if in doubt, let's check. Mm -hmm. So, Judy has sent us the email from American Express... It is a real email. Wow! And she says, "I called the number on the back of the card," and yep, it is. It is a real one there. So, this is new to us this that is, they want wow. you to upload your. Now, so Judy, again, we're talking remotely because you're texting and emailing mm-hmm. here. Did they actually want you to upload, or did they want you to call them? And then, as Gary said, did they want you to hold your card up to the up to the camera? So, if you can answer that question for us by text or email. But okay, so there's no mention anywhere on their website that we can no. find of them doing this. And so, back to your original question, how can we trust that information? That if you're uploading the front and back of your driver's license to uh, you know a credit card company like Amex. I'd be really hesitant to do that. Yeah. i want to know more about what they're up to. So I'm going to look more into this. I've made, it, I made a note of it here. But if you could answer that, that question for us, either by text or ideally, um, Judy, did they want you to literally take a picture of it and upload it? Or did they just want you to hold it up to the camera while you're, yeah. while you're chatting with them?
2: Because um, I'd... Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. So, anyway. I mean, it's it's very much like somebody asking you to email a credit card number. Yes. Email is not that secure. Never, ever do that. Yeah. Kathy asks a really
1: good question by text. Hi, with the Canada-U.S. Freedom Plan, do you know if there's a limit on how much U.S. usage? So, if you're in the U.S. for a few months. Yes, we actually ask that question. And it's called a fair use policy. So, it's a little loose, but they basically say, and the wording is... Uh, generally, your usage needs to be 70% Canadian. So, and I specifically said, okay.
2: That really doesn't stand with what they're saying, that it's 40 gigs of... Canada, U.S. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so what that means is if you go down for a month, maybe even two months, so what I would do before you sign up for this plan, if you're going down as a snowbird for three months... I would actually not so much go to the Freedom Store, but I would actually call Freedom Customer mm-hmm. Care and say, hey, here is what I am planning to do, going down to Cancun on, you yeah. know December or whatever, coming back in February. Will that work on this plan? And if they say yes, get them to send that to you in an email. Mm-hmm. Because what, they, what they're trying to do, and I understand, and I think this one's perfectly fair, they do not want somebody in Detroit Signing up for the freedom mobile plan out of Windsor. No. and then
2: just get, getting that much better service oh, no. across the river I'm Pretty yeah. sure in the states they have way better plans for a lot less money
1: They don't always get the same um the same speed of internet yeah. being able to use their system So this is the freedom plan. I checked. It's Rogers nationwide in Canada, and it's AT&T in the US so in effect freedom uh, Video Toronto, of Quebec, yep. is paying AT&T yes. some money for you to be able to use the network yep. when you're down there. So they don't want to get a huge bill on your behalf no. that you don't pay. So, yeah, so that's the deal. And pretty well, all the carriers are the same. When I started looking, 70%, Brian, seems to be the threshold of what they want your the split to be. At least 70% of your data usage, they want it to be oh, Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. What we don't know is does that mean seventy percent over a year? So I could use 100% a hundred percent US for three months. No, it's it's yeah. at least right. yeah, yeah. it's at least <laughs> yeah. a month. Okay. None of them said there would be any problem going for a month when I checked. Yeah. It's when you get into two, three, six months.
0: I got the impression when I was speaking with them that it's more you know, they can fall back on this. They're not measuring and and whenever the system ticks over 25%, it's a problem. But if they're seeing that you're always down there, they're going to fall back on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, I don't know. I think probably my guess would be you can be three months or something and they...
1: Yeah, but you don't want to get cut off when you're down there. So I would just check with them and say, here's what I'm planning to do. I'm planning to go down for three months, for Mm -hmm. example. And I think I'll probably be based on my past usage. I'll probably be using 10 gigs a month. Is that a problem?
0: three yeah. months I'll so i to, get 40
1: gigs a month yeah if i use 10 is that okay
0: i'll try to open a, a chat call with them and try again but yeah. i haven't had the best luck with that in the past
2: <laughs> yeah yeah now i did uh i was just offered a much better deal even than the uh the freedom one. Oh, yes yeah it's because because right now i use uh shaw for my business shaw business I, yeah I, I shaw business internet and store phone so that's they, becoming a Rogers yes, business, but already has it's, it's been switched over. I'm now dealing with Rogers. Okay, uh, they have offered me. They sent me an email saying, "Hey, great business person. This is Freedom. Mm, yeah. No, this is this is Rogers. Oh, Rogers business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they've actually offered me a 75 gig plan per month, talk, yeah. text, data, North America wide, mm-hmm. fifty a month.
1: Ooh, okay, that's really good. That
2: is. Mm-hmm. Because they were not wanting now, to is, go down below
1: that yeah. that $75 a month yeah.
2: price. It is, it, month. Is, it is based on a five-year term, which I've signed up wow. for anyways with the store. I mean, I'm on a five-year term. Yeah. And this would just lock the cellular in on that five-year at the same time. So I believe I'm going to take that.
1: Okay. So we'll look into that one, see if we can find if that's something we can find on the web so other mm-hmm. people that are running businesses yeah. can find.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Okay, quick
1: break. Back with more. As we continue on Canada Day Weekend Edition, so Judy texted back. Yes, they did. American Express did require her to upload the front and back of her driver's license. She did do that. She's now calling them back and cancelling her card because she's not comfortable with that. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree really too. To. You should be able to hold the card up next to you with your face so they can see it is the real you. Turn the card over. That's fine. But not uploading it so they have your... Your driver's license yeah. or your passport? No, no. I'm not no. comfortable with Sorry. that. So there we go. But th- that's that's where you speak with your wallet. Mm-hmm. I've suggested to Judy when you cancel your card, tell them why you're canceling yeah. your card. I want you to keep me safe. Yes, but this is not this is not the the way to do it there. So there we go. Okay, uh, let's go back to the phone lines. And Tracy, hi Tracy, happy Canada Day. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, made you run for the phone. Hi.
4: Happy Canada Day too. Thanks. Um, I'm having trouble sending text with sending a photo by text to people from my iPhone to Android phones. Okay. And
1: just one, just one photo.
4: It was a, it was a little video.
1: Ah, okay. There's the catch. How little was the video?
4: It worked when I sent it to iPhone people.
1: That's right. So I'll explain. Yeah. So here's why. So. When you send um, a video from an iPhone or iPad to an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac, it uses Apple's technology called iMessage, which lets you send, because then it goes um, as Wi-Fi data. It doesn't actually get converted to a text, but when you send it to an Android device, they don't know what that is. They don't have iMessage. That's that one thing we've talked about, Brian, blue-green envy.
5: When it goes
1: (laughs) blue, the person on the other end has an Apple device, and you get all these extra things you can do. On an Android device, you can't send it to them, because the, the limit of the size of the message will not let you send that
0: video. Should, so I forgot, oh. I don't know if I haven't had this experience, but can you send an iCloud link so they can just view it on iCloud though? Yes.
4: I, I couldn't even email it. it was it would, No, it would, it's too, big. too so
1: big. So what you yeah. need to do is you need to send an iCloud link. So what you're doing is you're sending them in effect a web address and that allows them to go and view your video off iCloud. They don't have to have iCloud, it's basically sending here's a temporary doorway to my yeah. video.
4: So, how
0: how does that work, then? Uh, so, if you just go to the video in your Photos app, you can hit share, and I think you can say create a link. Yeah, so um,
1: Brian's doing this for, for you now. So, you're going to go to your Photos app. Anybody else? You can do this, iPhone, iPad, or Mac. You go to your Photos app. You tap on the video itself.
0: Um, and it should be bottom left-hand corner. It's the box with an arrow pointing up. Yeah, that means do something with whenever you see that. Uh, and then when there's the options, it should pop up with like your messaging and your e- your email and stuff. But if you keep scrolling down, you should see copy iCloud link.
1: There you go. That's the one that you use. And so you could actually select, for example, uh, Tracy. You could select six photos and nine videos. Yes. And then when they're all selected, you tap that square with the arrow. Do something with, and then you cap- copy iCloud link. And then you go to your text and you send them the link and say, "Hey, this link will let you see the nine photos and six videos from our trip."
4: So, so is the link set separately from?
1: If I okay, okay, I just try to start from what I understand. Yeah, this is a brand new thing, but it, it's really cool. You stay where you are, and because the clock is running, the news is coming up. We'll come back. And I promise we'll do that for everybody first, right off the top. We have some really great new travel tech tips for you as well. They are all linked in the the show notes as well. You can print them out and share them uh, with you as well. They're item 17 in the notes. And we'll also tell you about the new things with Roger Shaw migration.
0: Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070.
1: Our number two of our Canada Day Long Weekend Edition for 2023. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend, whether you're listening to us live on Saturday, July 1st, our 156th birthday, or Sunday afternoon rebroadcast or a podcast sometime later on. Kind of hoping you're listening to the podcast because there's so many other events for you to go and take part whether it's Saturday or Sunday out there. Ron Fraser, our our retired friend from Sydney, happy birthday, Ron. I don't know how I missed that his birthday's on Canada. He says he always gets cake. Not bad. Cool. He's and that uh, pancake breakfast. Yeah, he and his wife and daughter and boyfriend are off to the Cowichan and Forestry Museum. Nice. Which he points out, they have a five dollars special today, and okay. they have the steam train running again. Oh, wonderful! Hmm. So one more excuse to not listen to us. Go to that. <laughs> yeah. That's Saturday and Sunday apparently. Nice. But happy birthday, Ron. That that is really cool. Okay, so following up on the last hour, this is, and I will put this in the show notes more properly for next week, but I'll just say it to you now because we helped Tracy do that. So, Brian, you pointed out that if you want to share photos and videos mm. from an iPhone or an iPad with somebody who doesn't have an iPhone or an iPad, or you can also share this with somebody who does, but you want to send them 87 from your trip to Long Beach or whatever, Yeah, you go into Photos, tap Select in the corner, Tap all the ones you want. If you accidentally tap on one you didn't want, tap again, and it will Mm -hmm. not go blue. When you're all done, this is the key, Brian, down in the bottom left corner.
0: Yes, the box with the arrow pointing up. Mm -hmm. uh, We call it Do Something With. Yeah. Scroll up to find the
1: option of Create iCloud Link.
0: If you don't see it, it may be that it's turned off, because at the very bottom of that menu, you can hit Edit Actions. So for some reason, that action might be hidden um, and then you can edit what actions show up when you go to hit the Do Something yep. With, okay. but likely it's there. By default, it's there. Yes.
1: When you tap that link, it will take a few seconds. It'll say Creating iCloud Link, and then it will vanish, and you think, oh, no, what? Now you go to the method of communication that you want to send that stuff to, mm-hmm. and it can be Skype, it can be email, it can be texting, it can be WhatsApp, it can be Signal, it can be Facebook Messenger, whatever you want. Yep. You could even post it right on Facebook itself if you want. Oh, sure. Don't recommend that, but you could. Yeah. And then you go, hey, this link will let you see all the stuff from our recent trip, or whatever you're sending them. Yeah, yeah, And then you tap and hold your finger, half a second, and you'll get a pop-up, and one of the options will be paste.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, you just paste that link. It's just like any other URL. Yeah. You'd be sharing a news article or And something. then what
1: you might want to say in the message below the link is... Once you tap this link, it will let you see the stuff. If you want to keep it, then tap on download for the pictures or videos that you want. Yes. Really yeah, cool it's pretty system. Great. Yeah. One of the little extra features there. There we go. We have some really cool stuff um, to tell you about. We're going to go through some of the new tech tips for travel because this is sort of the start, if you saw by BC Ferries (laughs) and the road out Mm -hmm. of town, Gary, it was crazy. Uh, This is the start of the travel system. So I've updated all the travel tech tips. A lot have changed, even in the last month since we did it, I think, back, well, May, out there. So item number 17 is uh, you can download a printable copy of all my travel tech tips. If you don't want to go to the show notes to get the link, it's tinyurl.com Slash, 2023 travel tech tips. Download it, print it if you find it easy, useful. There, we'll go through a few of the key ones there. But I wanted to go through a couple other key things here that have that have changed in the last week. Netflix Canada, Gary, is phasing out its ten dollars a month basic streaming plan. Mm-hmm. So new subscribers will have to either pay six dollars a month and be forced to watch ads or they can pay $16.49 per month to watch without ads with simultaneous viewing on two devices. So they're they're gambling that this is cuz Brian and I yeah. thought that that ad supported one would not be very popular, but it's taken off. Mm-hmm. So they've decided, okay, this is a way to give you a free, give you a cheaper version. So instead of ten bucks, it's six bucks a month with ads or sixteen, mm-hmm. $16. forty nine. Or you can watch C B C Gem for free with ads. Yeah. Or, there's so, so or many only others. $5. Yeah, there's so many others to be all these other ones that, that show up there. So there we go. So I put that link. So that is real. Mm-hmm. Now if you are currently on that uh, the ten dollar a month basic plan, for now they're keeping it. It's just when people go to join Netflix Won't be there. it's not being offered as an option. Rogers has made more changes to what Shaw Mobile customers get when they migrate over to the much more robust Rogers network. The two key changes this week, uh, this is item 15 in the show notes, and what it says there is if you're going to do this migration... Click on the separate tab of the notes called Mm -hmm. Shaw Mobile Migration. It's about 15 items, and it goes through each of the scenarios. Rogers has now put up a separate web page for this, which I've also linked at the bottom of item 15. But here are the two key changes, and these are good changes. If you are on the $0 plan with no data, because Rogers doesn't have that, they will give you one gigabyte a month. They were doing that for a year, and the zero dollars was guaranteed for five years. They've now changed their mind. The one gig a month is also guaranteed for five years at zero dollars. And if you need more data, like you go over that, then it's $10 a gigabyte, so not bad. Up to five gigabytes. So you can get a maximum of five gigabytes, 50 bucks a month, but only when you need it. Otherwise, it's zero. So give them credit for do that. The other changes... They've now included free USA roaming and calling on all plans, including the $0 plan. Last week, the $0 plan came with free calling to the U.S., Mm -hmm. but not free roaming. And if you're wondering why they're doing this, aside from the fact that they're trying to comply with the spirit of their takeover, not just the law. Mm -hmm. They are gambling that you're going to want more data when you go to the U.S. or something, and then you'll change your plan and the five-year price protection goes away. But right there? That's all you need. That's pretty good. That's cool. One other thing, follow-up from last week. I was blown away by this. I mean, I do this stuff for a living, but I was still blown away. We told you last week that you can now do a high-quality transcript of a meeting or a conversation for free, right at word.new from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And so, Brian, we said last week, I said, oh, well, I'll try. So I threw mm-hmm. in the podcast that you made yes. of the June 17th Tech Talk show, yeah. and literally in five minutes, it was all there on the screen. And then it says, save it as a file, and it says, do you want to save it with the timestamps, with the names, or without? or yeah. any?" So I picked with names only. Because it was doing the timestamps every 10 or 20 seconds. And so I did that, yeah. I uploaded the podcast and did it at literally five minutes. And all I did to change this was I changed speaker one to my name. So I said, replace the name speaker one with Alan Perry. Um, Replace speaker two with H.N. Rubini. Replace speaker three with Brian Pavlicich. mm -hmm. Add page numbers. And I uploaded it as a PDF. And I put it into the link for the show notes.
5: Oh, I've not done week.
1: any typo fixing. So item number 16, go down to the second to last line. It says here. It oh, says yes. generated here. Click on that link. And you'll see that it's not perfect, but
2: wow. It's, it's, I looked at it earlier today, and I'm, I'm more than impressed.
1: Particularly given all the techie terms that we talk about on, on the show, Brian. I didn't mm-hmm. think it would know most of those the vocabulary right. and everything is pretty good and even those of you that called in on the show if you go if you called into our June oh, 17th yeah. show you'll just be speaker 7 or speaker 8 but you'll see that
2: the quality is really good that's the next it's the next job that has been turned into go do more recreation because stenographers out the window yeah
0: somebody now, needs to like check it check the copy but yeah uh, other than, but that's fast like you can just listen to it in double speed and skim
2: mm-hmm. yeah so yeah.
1: where i'm thinking is uh, is the the secretary for the club or mm-hmm. the strata council yep. in particular where there's these monthly meetings and somebody has to try and mm-hmm. at least take notes
0: oh yeah yeah
1: now you don't have you don't. to send out the minutes of the meeting you can literally send, send the, out the whole meeting right, you right. could go through and highlight the vote in yellow and say sure past six to mm-hmm. three or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you could, yeah, but it's out of the box. I mean, I've literally not made any typo or any typo corrections or terminal. I just left it all there. I think it's like 50, how many pages is it? Oh, 56, <laughs> 56 pages.
2: 56,
1: yeah. Yeah, for... for oh, uh, oh, we yeah. talk that
2: much. <laughs> we do. There, there is in that vein, Alan, and I sent you or you, you typed in the link already, um, in just perusing things, Microsoft News, I found a neat little... Uh, Microsoft website, news.microsoft.com forward slash AI. Yeah. For all of you out there who are a little bit hesitant or maybe a bit frightened of what AI is, what AI is going to do for you, what Microsoft is doing with AI, it's a wonderful site. It, It literally, you read about everything Microsoft is doing, A, to keep things in check, to keep it safe. Absolutely marvelous read. Yeah. Item number twenty nine. Gary's put it into the show notes:
1: news.microsoft.com/ai. It's and it just gives you an idea how yeah. they're integrating it. You're going to start seeing over the next few weeks uh, that whenever you're t- talking about the Bing AI, they're going to start calling it your your Bing Copilot. Yes, mm. because Copilot is the actual technology that's going to be built this fall into Word, Excel, PowerPoint, OneNote, yes. and it is mind blowing. So they want. Us to get used to that phrase, co-pilot. And I thought they picked a good
0: word. I think it's fun. It's like your little buddy. Your uh, I could think. Yeah, yeah, Co-pilot, come along with me, and I'll throw. But I'm the pilot. I'm in charge. Yeah. So that's yeah. the
1: deal. Works in planes like that. So item number twenty-nine. Again, news.microsoft.com/ai. So that one's good. And if you want to see. An example, what Brian was, and Gary were talking about, how this stuff is changing. Item number 22, Rowan Chung used the AI-powered image generation program that Brian uses mid-journey. He asked it to create images of what celebrities would look like as babies. Now, they didn't look like this as babies because they looked like babies, but it takes their what you know of their features, and he's got 18 uh-huh. of his creations. The one I put into the show notes picture, the thumbnail there, is baby Ed Sheeran but who else have you got up there Eddie yeah, Murphy Arnold, what, what Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, Eddie oh, Schwarzenegger.
0: Murphy. I thought they were going to say it was Chris Farley <laughs> but if I there was to just show you these line. photos on flashcards
1: without the name you would get every one they're that yeah. good
0: oh Beyonce I could have yeah, I almost thought. Um, yeah, who's the other one? A uh, dance with somebody. Oh my God, how can I remember? Whitney Houston. Like, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Whitney, yeah, yeah Whitney, that one could have maybe been Whitney. Yeah.
1: So again, just to get. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> <also Fester Stallone. laughs> Sylvester Stallone.
1: Sylvester Yeah, it really. It's. I think you'll smile uh, But we again, as Gary yeah. said, uh, we want to get you to be cautious of AI. It does need some more guardrails. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but this
2: is—it's interesting in this in these articles. Microsoft explains. The guardrails, they started working on this in 2015, 2016. Yeah. So they've been building the safety features in even before we heard of any any of this. Yes. I, I find it fascinating, a fascinating read. And I find that it, it may actually help you understand more what's going on yep. and where this might be going. Yeah.
0: There we go. <laughs> to follow up that intelligent comment, Baby Keanu Reeves already has a beard. <laughs> oh, look at that. Amazing. Yeah, so see,
1: that's what the AI's done, and that's what it's, it's. so it's not... It's more
2: the fun part. Yeah,
1: yeah. but it's, it's basically taking the characteristics that you know about a person and making a baby version. So if, hey, if it's somebody's birthday coming up, if you've got a really good quality picture of them, as an adult now, whatever age they are, you could sit there and go in here and you could say, now make me a version at whatever age you want it to be, and it won't be real. They will actually combine in the the features that we know today, but it, it's hard to believe that it's not real. There's
0: you, a, one we were going to share the other week we didn't get to, but um, people have been thro- taking things. Like, Wes Anderson is a very stylized director, and it's been like kind of a meme online to say, what if Wes Anderson had directed these movies? What might they look like?
1: Oh, he's but, got the current one, Asteroid City.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even been following that. But yeah. um, people have done, so with different versions of AI, they've done, what if... Star Wars was directed yeah. by Wes Anderson. Or what if the one I've got queued up here is L- Lord of the Rings? And so they it's they throw it like say okay these he would use these actors reimagine yeah. Bill Murray as Gandalf mm-hmm. all these different things and then they threw it in an AI to animate the faces and then they let I don't think it was I don't know if it was ChatGPT they created a narration for the trailer yeah. and so you can oh, watch wow. this whole trailer as if I mean I can yeah play let's, oh, please here, do. what do we got here Oops there we go.
1: ...in the quaintest corner of Middle-earth, embark on an epic journey unlike any you've experienced before. This winter, Wes Anderson presents a heartwarming and quirky adaptation of a beloved classic, the Whimsical Fellowship. Meet Frodo Baggins, an unassuming hobbit, chosen for an extraordinary task. Guided by the enigmatic wizard Gandalf, Frodo embarks on a captivating journey with a colorful crew. Wow! That's really... That's pretty, you, you can't so see what we're watching. Cool see. So obviously they're using stills, largely, yep. um, with some facial animation. It's not video per se, but wow. Okay, so we'll put that one in the show notes, but just go search YouTube for Lord of the Rings by Wes Anderson Trailer. The whimsical fellowship, and the people he's cast as he that the AI has cast as some
0: of the roles. It's Hmm. all these typical people like Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, um, yeah, Tilda Swinton, uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, people that nothing before. If you can, all the ones William Defoe. They
1: got to be um, Gollum. Gollum. (laughs) It's so (laughs) that's perfect. Uh, Anyway, we're off on tangents here, but there you go. Okay. Okay, Brian, homework for you when we come back after a break. uh, From Anne, I have a MacBook Pro. How do I do dictation instead of typing? And would it work in all programs? When we come back after the break, along with some updated travel tech tips, and your calls and emails, 250-386-1161 on Saturday morning when we're live for Canada Day, and text to 107010. Welcome back to Tech Talk with Alan and Gary and Brian. Just before we go to Brian with the answer on the dictation for Apple, Twitter has made a key change. Several of you have texted in saying, what the heck, how come Mm. I can't see Is Twitter down? No, Twitter is up and running, but you can no longer view tweets without having a Twitter account. Now, Elon Musk tweeted out saying that this was a problem because their system was being overloaded. But I think they've actually decided as a business model, one more brilliant, quote, air quotes, decision uh-huh. from Elon Musk. But that is it. So, yes, I put that into the show notes. Item number 30, you can no longer view tweets without having a Twitter account. You don't have to pay for a Twitter account. You don't ever have to tweet. I am as what's called a lurker.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, I read Twitter all the time. It's not as good well, as it was because a lot of stuff is there. But um, when I go there now, I'll, I'll actually check and see on mine. The last time I actually tweeted something on Twitter uh, was their profile. There we go. Yeah, it, that was a year and a half ago when there was a car crash. But other than that, so, but yeah, so that is a key change on that one there. Okay, Brian, over to you by text here from Anne with an E. I have a okay. MacBook Pro. How do I do dictation instead of typing? And would it work in all programs? Thank you.
0: Yes, it's amazing. I would always use it to like uh, dictate essays and stuff. I would just ramble and ramble and then edit. Um, so you, it's in the if you open system settings, it's under the keyboard section, which might uh, you might not think to look there first. Input, yeah. But yeah, input, yeah. So there's a dictation tab or section there, and you can toggle on the switch, and then just pay attention to underneath. Um, well, there's obviously language, which microphone it should use by default, and then what the shortcut key is. By default, it's the uh, On the MacBook, it should be the function key, um, but you can also set it to control or like the right command, but you'll just, whatever it is, you'll have to tap it twice. So you tap function, function uh, in any place where you have like a flashing cursor, like you could type Uh somewhere. If you hit function, function, the little uh, microphone icon will appear beside that cursor and you can dictate and then just hit any key to snap out of dictation. Is, so what you might want good. to do
1: would be to put a sticky note on your MacBook Pro for the first few days or weeks of saying dictation equals double tap on the key of your choice. Sure, yeah. And do that. And then once that falls off, you'll know it by now, yeah. The other one you can do, and this works whether on Windows, it's win- hold down the Windows logo key and tap the letter H. Yes. That will bring up the dictation system. You will have to enable it once. And then after that, you're good to go.
0: Yeah, like it'll ask you the first time, do you want to turn the c on?
1: Yeah, yep. Windows and H is the shortcut for that. We'll put those in the show notes for next week. From Red, I have a letter handwritten by my grandfather in German. Oh, Gary, this is a good one for you. Is there software available that can scan and translate into
2: English? Mm, that really will depend on whether your your grandfather's was the original German cursive mm-hmm. versus What we consider today to be to be and how good his handwriting is. There is that. Uh, There is is. There's OCR software out there that can do amazing stuff. If you're on a Windows computer,
1: the one I use is a white magnifying glass in the background. It's called OCR text to something. uh, I can't access the Windows Store. Bell locks that on the computer here. Uh, But we try that. Yeah, so Brian's bringing up one yeah, to find the the best one there that you can do it. But that's the one that works really well. It's free, and then you just copy-paste. If you know the German, then you could copy, OCR, paste, and then you could um, fix the, quote, typos, unquote. Mm -hmm. If you don't know German, then you're going to be flying blind. It would be best to get somebody. Um, that does know German to to help you with that. But yeah, that's it. OCR, Optical Character Recognition. But there's a myriad of apps out there that you can pay for. I found a couple free ones. I'll double-check the name of that on mine, but that's what it is. Yeah, okay. From Don, is it better to transition to Rogers from Shaw now or wait for better deals if you're on the bundled and on the $0 plan with mobile? That's a really good question. I don't think we, Brian, I can't imagine we're going to get better deals than $0 guaranteed for five years with free data.
0: Yes. The
1: only one, the only case where I wouldn't transition just yet, and this is in the show notes um, down there when you go to the tab on Shaw Mobile migration. If you bought a phone through Shaw Mobile and you still have some money left to pay off per month. Right. Currently, if you switch to Rogers, you will get a bill added to your credit card from Shaw to pay off the outstanding balance. Yeah. Okay. Rogers, because there's more people than they thought that actually bought phones through Shaw in yep. the months before the purchase went through, they're trying to find a way to inherit your tab. Okay. So the. Th- $32 a month tab from Shaw Mobile would become a $32 a month tab on Rogers.
0: So that would be more handy, especially if you just got a phone and it's going to be a $1,000. Exactly. That's a really tricky system
1: to do when you uh, think about that, inheriting tabs. It's like inheriting a mortgage from <laughs> yeah. one bank to the other. You know the paperwork you got to sign. So they're trying. So if you have a tab of some significance, yep. I would hold on. They've said they should know within two or three weeks whether this is doable. Okay. Right now, it's not if you want to migrate right now. So if you're headed down to the U.S. or something and you want to get one of these deals then, yeah, I would migrate and pay off the tab if your finances allow it. If not, hang in there. Everybody else, if you're not on a tab, yes, get there now while they still have time to do it. They're going to start forcing it soon. There we go. Quick break for the news. Back with more. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. A surprisingly busy Canada Day show. I thought you would all be out playing and listening to us on the podcast or something like that. Yeah, but I, I'm, we're honored that you would actually make time yeah, on a beautiful day like this with all the choices out there to it, do that. But thank you.
0: I mean, like on the way in, I already saw people clad completely in just Canadian flags walking yeah. around the streets. Like, I was like, okay, they're starting early.
1: This is the one time. This is the one time of the year that as Canadians we sort of go,
0: yay. The rest of the time we yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah not, a, not a big pride.
1: Uh, you will find, I uh, tried to find a Canadian picture that we could do uh, for our sign of the week at the very <laughs> bottom. <laughs> I
2: loved it. Very oh, bottom of the show it.
1: notes.
0: There we go. <laughs> the yeah, that's a pretty darn Canadian. Canadian.
1: <clears throat> there you go. It's a very real one. It ties into the forest fire hazard that we are having.
0: Uh, I was going to just follow up. We were talking about switching over to Rogers uh, and we've been talking about how they added this great feature of um, the U.S. roaming calling to and from the U.S. uh, And uh, Tech Talk listener John went to try to go to transfer the other day Mm -hmm. uh, and the, who was it, the Rogers people insisted that no, once you switch over, you're going to have to pay for U.S. calling and and roaming. and so we were talking and then he yeah. said he went and tried another location and sure enough they were like, Oh yeah. yes, that is correct. So but just know that you might have to push them. They, for some reason they don't all know this yet. Yes. But it is the case.
1: Mary called me yesterday and said that she had printed out the Shaw Mobile Migration notes and she went oh. <laughs> to one of those locations where there was one of those people that John had that don't oh, no, no no. And she said, Well, it's right here. Could you check with customer care? And the young fellow wasn't initially going to, but when she showed it to him on the paper, then he did. And they said, yeah, have you not (laughs) been trained yet? And he said, well, I was trained three weeks ago. And they said, okay, Uh. this guy on the radio keeps saying it's changing every week. It literally, it's like the Mm. price of lettuce in the store. It's changing. (laughs) So cut them some slack. They're trying to serve everybody, Mm -hmm. but they're also trying to get updated on this. Sure. What they should be doing is when you arrive for work saying, hey, since you were here two days ago, yeah. this has changed. Before you help anybody, read this. But do cut them some, some slack on there. But, yeah, so that's why we literally put it there in the show notes. If you're on Shaw Mobile and have not gone yet, please, it'll save yourself a lot of stress. Even such things as two pieces of photo ID, not one.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm surprised how many people, Gary, only have one piece of photo ID.
0: It doesn't have to both be photos, though. credit we, card can be
2: the second. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting no. that about five, no, almost 10 years ago now, the BC government and ICBC said, we're going to integrate your two pieces of ID, your health yes. card and your driver's license, into one. I have fought that every time, and I still carry the two pieces of ID. I went to the one card,
1: but when we moved to Sydney, uh-huh. I went back to the two cards yep. because there's an app I use on my phone called eIDMe, which allows me to carry my driver's license, passport, and, well, passport I need to take when I cross the border, but otherwise, uh, my driver's license, uh, service card, and passport on my phone. But when you use the unified card, it puts it in as your
0: health care card,
1: not your driver's license.
0: Oh, so it's can, a glitch in their system. Mm-hmm. You can't use that as real ID if you. Yes, can. you can. Yes, the healthcare card. I don't is have to carry ID. my driver's license to drive. That's correct. Wow, well, I if didn't realize got... we were there.
1: Now you may have to tell the nice officer who's pulled you over um, that. <laughs> Why would they... I be getting pulled over? <laughs> <laughs> you may have to tell them if it's a, if it's a routine roadblock sure, and they say okay. driver's license, insurance. You may have to ask them to check with dispatch because um, they may not know that that's a real thing. Wow. And then they'll need to take their they'll need to go and get their phone and, and use the barcode that comes up under eIDme. Yep. This mm-hmm. was developed at the beginning of the pandemic in Ontario on behalf of the Ontario government and to their credit, the other government said, "Okay, rather than reinventing the wheel as we did with COVID apps in various provinces, I'll go there. Um, they just said, okay, just adopt this will be the unified one. It's a really complicated, not complicated, it's a really tricky app to set up because mm-hmm. you must be within your property line. Your driver's license must be no sticker on it. So, oh, shoot. Yeah. so when we moved, yeah. no, I couldn't do it. So Uh-oh. I actually went down and paid the extra $18, I think it was, to the nice people at Sydney Driver's License Services oh, and got a new you driver's are. license with my... With my address on it. actually, no, I didn't. I was going to, but then their system was down. Oh. Okay. Yes, so yes. It, so I just realized so I, I, I want I, as I said that, my mind flashed to my driver's license still has a sticker. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't do the EID me. okay, so Alan's homework. Mm-hmm. go back to there I believe it's eighteen dollars to get a new driver's license within the current period when you haven't lost yours.
0: okay. Oh, that's great. I hate the little hokey sticker they send you. It looks awful, and it just gets so dirty and And scratched. And
1: EIED will not do that. And sometimes when I've helped people set it up on that, it says, no, you're not at your current address. And I'm going, yes, we are. Let's go to the driveway. Oh, that says you're within the property line. It's that precise. Oh, funny. And you get one of those videos where you have to hold up three fingers in your right hand and say the word travel and blink your left eye. (laughs) And again, somebody reviews the video to make sure you're a human. So it's really super tight because it's literally what you said. Yeah, that's your driver's license.
0: Incredible. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. So there we go. So that one. Okay, couple travel tech tips. Uh, these are all linked in the show notes as one item, item number 17. There's a separate tab in our show notes. For most of you, it will be on the left of the dates where all the notes, in some cases, depending on your device and browser, it could be across the top. So we've put them all in there. We've gone through. I've updated everything about how you can use the ArriveCan app to quickly pre-clear Canada Customs. When you're coming back, not Victoria yet. Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Halifax. Not Victoria yet. But it can make the difference between making a tight connection and not making one. Uh, They took away the breeze through security app because there were no longer big lineups in security. But if you're going through, got a tight connection, if you're going through one, Toronto in particular, they still
2: have the website in there. Item number 10 in the travel tech tips. What ones stand out to you? Well, for me, it would be the number 19. If you're traveling or you're going traveling here in BC and want to know what areas of the province are affected by and how by wildfires, go to bcfiremap.com Yes. It could save not only your trip, but frankly you don't want to get caught in one of those wildfires. Yeah, but also if you're trying to get from A to B for your next reservation Yeah.
1: Then that's an important BC Fire Map. Com. I think of, of one of the ones, if you're going traveling any distance at all in terms of time zones, one of the ones that I learned, thank goodness I learned many years ago, was that set your all the time on all your devices manually when you get on board the plane, or ideally if you got to the airport early and you've got an hour to kill in the departure lounge before you board your plane, manually change the time zone of every device you have watch phone tablet to the destination time your brain will look at that so many times more way more than you ever think you do and by the time you get there you might be tired but you won't be jet lagged that's what pilots and flight attendants do that's how they can have half a day in rome and go play and then come back and be ready to go
0: how far ahead of time do you switch the clocks as soon as I'm in the
1: departure lounge. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it makes, a, the farther you're going, if you're going from here to Australia or to Asia or something like that, it can make a dramatic difference.
0: Like cut days off your jet lag.
1: Yeah. When Suzanne yeah. and I went to, went to Ireland before the pandemic, mm-hmm. we, we, we did that and we literally arrived at like 9.30 in the morning and had the day roaming around we did yeah. have a nap in a park at one point but <laughs> yes. other than that we were we took the, the bus around around Dublin and yeah, and had the f- first day in there and it, it was really great so yeah so that's a little simple thing there. And the other one that's not a specific techie thing it's just advice. think twice about booking a cheap flight through a third- party travel app or website. If your flight is canceled, and that is happening a lot more often now because of staffing shortages and weather problems, you'll have to deal with that third party to get rebooked if you can reach someone, and that can be really stressful.
2: It can be really stressful with one of the major carriers. <laughs> Somebody coming back from oh, Halifax? Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, no. After your heart I was, attack, I w- I this was smart. is the last thing you needed. I was smart. After my, after my heart attack, and I knew I was coming home, I went to the airport a day early. Booked a nice hotel room at the old hotel, which is the airport hotel, yep. and figured, I'm going to relax. So I relaxed, and about 8 o'clock in the evening, I went to the Air Canada counter and said, can I book my everything in now? Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we can't take your baggage yet, but here's your tickets, here's everything you need. Awesome. Had a great sleep, woke up to, your flight's been cancelled. Oh, not not postponed, but actually canceled. cancelled. Cancelled. Yeah. Wow. So I again went back and said, okay, get me the next flight. Cause this Here, is easy because you're right at the airport hotel, now, right? Here's your next flight. Well, I booked that extra day at the Alt uh, Hotel, and it isn't cheap. And I woke up to, your flight's been canceled.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Kind the last here's, thing you needed. Here's your next flight. Two hours later, your flight's been canceled. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not saying Air Canada is the culprit. Although I will say Air Canada wouldn't fly out of Halifax when there was a cloud cover. But boy, they booked me on a WestJet flight that did. <laughs> So,
1: by yeah. all means, search the web for the best fares. Um, and this is one of the few products from Google that I really like, flights.google.ca. Click on the price graph once you found your first price. But then go to the app or website of the airline in question and try and book those precise same flights there. Because it's given you the flight combination mm. that works for your lifestyle and works for your budget, and then you go there. But trying to book out of, you know, Fred's Cheap Flights to Asia.com mm. or whatever yeah that's um, there's just so no. much you know it's not the fun it used to be like there's a new airline coming to Victoria Porter Airlines out of Toronto they are amazing. yeah and their <laughs> slogan is make economy um, what was the line something make it make it enjoyable to fly economy well, Porter
2: Porter Airlines is actually an East Coast airline yeah. that happens to use the hub in in Toronto
1: mm-hmm.
2: They are Atlantic Canada's version of WestJet. But they use smaller jets, uh, and they also use the uh, same as Air Canada uses out of Victoria. Yeah. Uh, everything I've read about that airline is the customer service is far superior to the other two.
1: Yeah, they've set they've gone back to the standard we used to have in decades past. Yeah. So anyway, so that's one. Um, the other one, as many of you are now going to be going traveling outside North America. This works in the USA as well, and be careful of this. If you use a credit card outside Canada, including in the USA, decline if the payment terminal offers to convert the price to Canadian dollars. If you say yes... An extra four to six percent, air quotes, convenience Mm -hmm. fee, unquote, will be tacked onto the total, and the credit company will split that extra money with the merchant. In many cases, the merchant doesn't know that you're being dinged. So you're, you know, you're in Singapore, and they say, would you like the hotel bill displayed in Canadian dollars? And you go, well, Yeah. No. no, no, no. That's a Rick Steves one. He's the one that that yeah. came out, that one. And on a similar note, if you're withdrawing cash at a foreign ATM, in Europe they call them bankomats, decline the default option which will lock in the exchange rate because that lock-in option includes a surcharge of usually an additional 3 to 4%. Yeah. So let your bank do the exchange oh, they'll rate do it. for you. It does it automatically on your credit card. Exactly. Yeah. But if you want to know right on the spot what it's going to be, yeah. you know, if you're withdrawing 150 euros and you want to know what that is, you can just ask your phone convert 150 euros mm-hmm. and, into and, Canadian hey, dollars. I'm sorry,
2: if you're taking a two or three-week three trip to Europe, you already know you're spending money. Yeah, but it's not—it's not, it's not right. costing you. Um, more
1: less if you do it if mm. it's costing you more if you get it to locked in yep. a lot more it can be really expensive there we go there's just a few of the travel tech tips
2: that oh. are in there one one I wanted to go over uh because the first one says hey if you're visiting another country do this do this yes for if you have guests coming over aha uh-huh. If you have guests... and this Hold that thought, because this is Dude, an important one. Yes. Many
1: of you have guests coming, Bad. and the first thing they want you to do is help them get connected yep. when they come here from outside Canada. You're going to be surprised at the answer when we come back after this. As we continue on for Canada Day Tech Talk of 2023. So, Gary, people coming to Canada, coming here to visit you a yeah, week or two, it's, and it's, they will say, get me connected. That's
2: right. My cousins, uh, uh, part of my trip was my, to vis- with my cousins who flew into Nova Scotia a few days before I did because it was kind of a little family get-together and I hadn't seen them in over 20 years. Uh, we went to the local mall in Bridgewater where everybody has a kiosk, very much like here. Yeah. And we tried to get a temporary eSIM from a number of different providers. And the only way that was possible through the providers was to sign up for a pay-as-you-go, pay the activation fees, pay for the month, and then have to try and deactivate it as you're leaving. So it seemed kind of, you know, for two weeks, a lot of work. So if you are having guests come in, go through one of the uh, eSIM providers, be it uh, Airolo. A-I-R-A-L-O. Would be a much better way to go. We should have thought of that, well, way before I got there. Uh, They did arrive about a week before I did. Yeah. And then halfway through my trip, we decided, (laughs) let's try this. And it just, no, through the local providers, forget it. Yeah. So Tuque,
1: T-U-Q-U-E, mobile, is the provider that Arlo uses for Canada. $6 U.S. for 1 gig of data, good for 7 days. 2 gigs, $11 U.S. Uh, if you want more, 3 gigs, 30 days, $15. 5 gigs, 18. 10 gigs, $35 pretty good. U.S. Now, the key thing, we talked about this, Brian, Aerolo... Provides really good high-speed 5G or 4G LTE data. Yes. You doesn't provide phone calls, so you would you be using some app, WhatsApp, Signal, etc., etc., Facebook Messenger, FaceTime, Skype to do your phone calls. You wouldn't. That's the trade-off, but that's the deal. Tuke Mobile, and I checked to see because I've never heard of Tuke Mobile. They are what's called an MVNO. They're a mobile network operator, and they are using the Rogers network. So they're prepaid. So they're that one. So it's on the Rogers Network nationwide. So there you go. Okay, final segment coming up after this. Stay with us. Final few minutes of Tech Talk for Canada Day. So much stuff that we did not get to on the show notes. If you'd like to read books outdoors and or near the water, you'd likely be much better off with an e-reader instead of using your smartphone or tablet for a variety of reasons. Sheena from TheVerge.com has put together an excellent review of the best e-reader models. It's item number 23 in the show notes. Her prices in that article, of course, are in U.S. dollars. to Surprise fans of classic <laughs> movies after is
0: holding up an
1: a, real book. a real book. <laughs> well, okay, but then there you have to carry them in your backpack. And if you've got
2: five books and uh, you're going on vacation, I'm I only know. reading one at a time.
0: This is an ongoing debate at home. Juna has several bookshelves. Huh? And yeah. I'm like, just, it's like holding bricks in the living room. Just put them all on an e, e-, e- reader. <laughs> no, apparently, no. book people love to turn pages. Um, if, you sometime,
1: if you sometimes get startled by the sound of a video on TikTok when you open the app, There's now a setting that opens TikTok with the volume muted, item 20 in the show notes. Just go to TikTok, go to your profile, tap on the three lines in the top right, tap on settings and privacy, tap on playback, and then toggle on the open TikTok on mute switch. Again, don't expect you to remember that. I know I'm going quickly, but the clock is running. Item number 20 in the show notes. If you'd like to be able to text people when you're beyond the reach of cell service but don't want to shell out for an iPhone 14 model, Motorola is now selling a small Bluetooth dongle that lets you send and receive text via satellite through a Bluetooth connection to an app on your phone. It's called the Motorola Defy Satellite Link. 200 bucks Canadian. It includes a one-year service subscription. After that, you pay $7 per month for the months when you want to use the service. You would have to turn on the subscription before you go hiking. Once Mm -hmm. you get in trouble, you can't turn on the service because you don't have a connection. You don't have a connection. But but that one is there. Um, To appease fans of classic movies after big staff cuts at Turner Classic Movies, Fame directors Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, and Paul Thomas Anderson have been recruited to curate films for TCM so they realize the error of their ways. Good. And one that we'll talk about more in our um, next show, Wi Fi 7 is here. We're out of there. Gary, thanks for being here. Thanks for being anywhere. i is so glad. To- <laughs> it really <laughs> yes. is. I'm makes, makes glad you found the healthcare system is great. Yep. Brian, thanks as well. Have a happy Canada Day. First one with the baby.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. There we go.
1: I'm going to leave you with a little thing I thought that it's called This Is My Home. See if you can remember where you remember this from. birthday thanks for joining us that was from expo 86 and so it goes